Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Caramed and Proven Investments Limited. The Heart Institute of the Caribbean is headed by Dr. Ernest Madhu, an internationally recognized authority in cardiovascular medicine and innovative healthcare systems and solutions. He also holds the academic rank of Professor of Cardiovascular Medicine and Advanced Imaging Technologies. Dr. Madhu, thank you for joining us on Impacting Jamaica. Uh, thank you, Keisha. Thanks for having me. Okay, Dr. Madhu. So in 2004, you left your position at Vanderbilt University in the United States to establish the Heart Institute of the Caribbean in Jamaica. What were the objectives that led to the formation of the Heart Institute of the Caribbean. Uh, thank you, Keisha. Thanks again for having me. So having lived and worked in the United States in the best facilities for many years, we saw what was possible. Uh, we saw the level of care, the quality of care that could be delivered. But unfortunately, that level and quality of care was not readily accessible and available to many developing countries. Um, then you look at the data on cardiovascular disease and say, where is the problem? We find that 80% of the burden of cardiovascular disease and generally for 80% of the burden of healthcare is in developing countries and the low resource economies of the world. Uh, but those economies have access to only 20% of the resources required to deal uh, with these problems. Uh, while on the other hand, is an inverse relationship. 80% uh, of global healthcare resources are devoted to 20% of the global population. We thought it was an imbalance that needed to be corrected. So we set up on a mission uh, with Jamaica. Our mission was to democratize access to high quality cardiovascular care. Our key objective uh, has been and they still to provide accessible and affordable high quality cardiovascular care in the Caribbean uh, to make such level of care available to all citizens, uh, not necessarily to be reserved as a privilege uh, to the very wealthy who have routinely, routinely gone to Miami or other parts of the world for care. And I quickly will you know, just give you these. Uh, about 30 million deaths are reported globally each year. Of those 30 million deaths, 20 million occur in developing countries and about 10 million in the more developed countries. If you look at myocardial infarction or heart attacks, about 17.9 million occur each year and 75% of those occur in developing countries. And then if you look at the other burdens in Jamaica, for example, 30% of deaths each year are from heart disease. And we estimate that about 7,500 Jamaicans have heart attack every year, but resources were not available locally to care for these people. And that is why we set up on this mission. 
uh, what are some of the key accomplishments that has dispelled these myths? We know that as uh, demographic shifts occur, as uh, societies move from uh, rural populations to uh, urban populations, uh, the promoters of cardiovascular disease begin to rise. Uh, we know that in Jamaica, for example, six out of 10 women are obese or overweight, four out of 10 men are obese or overweight. We know that about 30% of the adult population in Jamaica has hypertension. We know that diabetes is more prevalent in developing countries. It will go from 84 million to about 300 million, accounting for about 70% of the global burden of diabetes. In Jamaica, we have a prevalence of about 11.9% and about 17.9% point prevalence for adult uh, population when it comes to diabetes. So these are all promoters of cardiovascular disease. Therefore, we know this great burden of disease, but because it requires a lot of technical and human capital to get this technologies in Jamaica and other low resource economies, it was widely assumed that it was not possible. What we have done was leverage technology and use smart applications to improve access to quality of care. We built Heart Institute of the Caribbean based on technological advances that bridged the gap that made such services possible in the developing countries of the world. And we've also been able to do it in a way that is routinely accessible and affordable. Can you give us an idea of what are some of the services offered at the Institute? So cardiovascular patients, um, like any other patient, they require basic care, um, which will come from seeing your doctor, getting a history, getting physical examination, doing some lab investigations. Those have always been available locally. Um, even uh, basic cardiovascular services like electrocardiograms have been, always been available. But what has not been routinely available have been the uh, more advanced diagnostic uh, technologies and techniques. The reason uh, multiple, one, because they're expensive to acquire, two, they require higher levels of training you know, to perform, and three, you need more health literacy within the population for people to be able to demand and require those services. So what we did was begin to aggregate the human capital needed to make those services routinely available. Uh, once we aggregated enough human capital, we aggregated financial uh, support you know, to be able to provide these equipment. And then we trained uh, people locally to provide support. We were the first to begin the concept of cardiovascular technology as a professional class you know, for young people in Jamaica. And we have trained um, a lot of young people in cardiovascular technology to be able to do diagnostic tests like echocardiograms, nuclear medicine, and so on to support cardiologists in their work. Um, having done this, many of these people we've trained have been able to leave the heart Institute of the Caribbean to go work for other cardiologists across the island. And that has opened up the opportunities for people in different parts of the island to get uh, clinical care of that level. We've also used telemedicine as a resource. Uh, we've partnered with companies around the globe to create the infrastructure that will make it possible 
for us to do studies and have those studies seen and reviewed in multiple locations without a patient leaving the premises. Uh, we have partnerships across the world where people, even though the patients do not know that, while a patient is being seen at HIC, you have international experts that might be able to log into the system and look at their diagnostic studies. So in the process, we put interventional cardiology. We were the first to put a freestanding interventional cardiology program in Jamaica, where individuals can now come in without having to wait through complicated processes to get interventional cardiology work done. Uh, we introduced various modalities in echocardiography with myocardial contrast echo. I believe we're probably still the only ones in Jamaica do myocardial contrast echo, which is an advanced technique that helps look at the muscles of the heart, the myocardium, which we call this the, the heart muscle uh, to define what is going on. Uh, we're doing um, stress echocardiograms routinely. Uh, when we arrived in Jamaica, it was not a routine service. Now there are several other places where, that are doing it. Uh, but we're doing a whole lot of uh, you know, complex uh, treatment modalities that were routinely not available in the region. There's another first that I would like for you to talk to us about. That is the establishment of the cardiac center in central Jamaica. Uh, what were the objectives of establishing this center and what has been the feedback since its introduction? That's again part of the mission when we're talking about making access uh, universally available to people. Um, I'm going to give you an illustration. So a simple thing, so if, if you're coming to the doctor's office and you're having dizzy spells or you've fainted or come near to fainting or you're having irregularity in your heartbeat. And the doctor may want to do what is called a whole time monitor. Now the whole time monitor is done for 24 hours or 48 hours or 72 hours, depending on the, what the doctor recommends. Now, before we came into Jamaica with the Heart Institute of the Caribbean concept, uh, you know, the whole time monitoring was not readily available. Now it is more readily available, but it's also limited to Kingston and Montego Bay. You know, at least it was limited to Kingston and Montego Bay. What it means is that if you're a patient from central Jamaica and you needed to get a whole time, you will have to travel to Kingston or Montego Bay and you have to stay there for two days before you go back, or you have to go get the hotel hooked up and then go back and then come back again. So you have to make four trips in order to do that. And we thought that was not a very um, patient friendly um, thing. So, because there's a lot of population in central Jamaica. And so we decided that we have to put a facility in central Jamaica to make it easier for those patients to see cardiologists. If you're also having a cardiac symptom, time is critical. You don't really have the luxury of time in some instances. So you need to have access to a cardiologist in your vicinity. Um, before then, there was no cardiology presence in central Jamaica to cater for those uh, patients. And we set up cardiology um, services in central Jamaica in 2007, you know, way before anyone thought about it. And we used the same logic to set up in Ocho Rios in 2010. 
because our goal is to democratize access to cardiovascular services. And I will tell you that we've even gone beyond that. Now that we're working with uh, doctor's offices with what we call a uh, practice partner program to help general practitioners offer these services in their offices. So we have uh, gone into an arrangement with an international uh, hotel company uh, to create a global uh, project where we can place those whole time monitors in the offices of general practitioners. So they don't have to send their patients across town to Kingston, Montego Bay, or Ocho Rios or Mandeville. So you can be right in Portland and then they just hook up the monitor in their patients, take the monitor off the next day, press a button, and then it goes to a central review station and the cardiologist will analyze it. So it saves the patients money, it saves them time, it saves them stress, so they don't have to travel to get these services done. That's what I talk about, leveraging technology to break down barriers to access. Okay, Dr. Madhu, I just wanted to find out if the presence of the Holter monitor or access to the Holter monitor, is this the only service in Central or you have all the services there? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I used the Holter as an illustrative. The, uh, the, the Central Jamaica office is a full-fledged comprehensive cardiovascular center. The patients can get echocardiograms done, stress testing done, stress echocardiogram done, nuclear cardiac imaging done, you know, so they can get a whole slew of services, transesophageal echocardiogram. They can get a lot of things done there. And as a matter of fact, you know, if not for COVID, we're expanding that section so that patients, you know, there could be an ICU, we're going to put intensive care unit there. So even critically ill cardiac patients can be seen in central Jamaica. So it's a comprehensive cardiology practice. Uh, it will no longer be necessary for patients in Jamaica to travel, to go to another town, another city and spend 48 hours just to get a diagnostic test done. You know, what we're trying to do is to make it possible for patients to get these services. Uh, we're going to take a break now to hear from our sponsors and we will be right back. We want to help you mark every milestone, celebrate the joy of living. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facility's maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215. Welcome back to Impact in Jamaica. We are speaking with Dr. Ernest Madhu, a successful entrepreneur and founder of the Heart Institute of the Caribbean and co-founder of the IHS Group in the United States and the DOCS Healthcare Services in Nigeria. Dr. Madhu, thank you for staying with us. Thank you, Keisha. 
Okay, Dr. Madhu, the Heart Institute of the Caribbean's Heart Hospital is the only heart hospital in Jamaica and the English-speaking Caribbean. What are some of the services offered at the hospital and how can patients access the necessary support there? And how affordable is it for patients, especially in developing countries such as Jamaica? Yeah, so thanks, Keisha. Yes, you're right. You know, we're the only heart hospital in the English-speaking Caribbean and is a full-fledged hospital. Uh, it has, uh, we have 24 beds. Um, we have full admitting uh, capabilities. Uh, it's open 24-7. Um, not only are we the only heart hospital, it's also uh, possibly the only cardiovascular service in Jamaica that is routinely available 24-7 with full capacity of uh, human uh, resources. Uh, we, uh, let me also mention that we are also uh, one of the only few hospitals registered in Jamaica by the Minister of Health and Wellness. Uh, we have um, 11 bed intensive care unit. Uh, we have telemetry service where those patients who are not uh, critical ill can be monitored. Uh, we have a step down unit. Uh, we have a full interventional cardiology suite so we can do pacemakers in um, ICDs, um, angioplasty, stents. So if someone is having chest pain and not sure what it is, we're open 24 seven. And then if it is a heart attack, they could have rapid intervention that could save their lives. Uh, we have cardiac surgery. You know, we are the only private cardiac surgery program in Jamaica. The only other cardiac surgery program is at the University Hospital of West Indies. Uh, so we offer the full gamut of cardiovascular care, and we are open 24-7. So anything in cardiology, um, we offer uh, locally at the Heart Institute of the Caribbean Heart Hospital in uh, Kingston. So yeah, affordability has always been very important for us in the way we set up our program, uh, because if it's not affordable, then it doesn't, um, it denies access to a lot of people. But there are various routes to accessibility, right? One, it's expensive to provide these services and to make it sustainable, we have to find a way to cover the costs. Um, what we always encourage individuals is to take up the low-cost membership that we offer. And this membership is just about 100 Jamaican dollars a day. If you have the membership of 100 Jamaican dollars a day, which I think is less than people spend to buy a party and juice every day, um, for most services, you know, for this low-cost membership, it gives you unlimited access to cardiology consultation 24-7 for an entire year. So you can have access to a card. You can see a cardiologist anytime, and you don't pay a dime. You can get an electrocardiogram a thousand times if you need it without paying a dime. And that's just for about 100 Jamaican dollars a day. And I don't think anything could be more affordable than that. If I wanted to register for this membership, uh, do I just walk in and uh, register? 
yes, you can go in and register. Unfortunately, they don't take a payment plan for that because they, you know, it's barely enough to even, you know, support one ECG, for example, cardiology consultation is about uh, 10,900 and about $11,000. ECG is about $6,000 or thereabouts. So, and we have members who come in once every month, you know, for that. The cost of uh, care, the amount of the membership is less than 10% of what it costs to take care of these patients, but we have it subsidized through our own foundation because we set up HIC Foundation, recognizing that there are a lot of patients who may not have access to capital to pay for these services. And we use our own revenue to fund HIC Foundation and create this membership plan to make sure that our services are readily accessible and affordable to a large segment of the population. What will this kind of um, service in terms of not just the technological service and the access to membership, and as you say, it is subsidized by the HIC Foundation, it is definitely possible for more Jamaicans to access uh, cardiovascular healthcare in Jamaica. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, you know, with the membership, you know, the cost of care becomes a very tiny fraction of what people normally pay for these services. We have uh, thousands of patients who um, otherwise would not have ability to pay for these services if, if not for HIC. And we're proud of that. Uh, before HIC, uh, such level of care had been at the preserve of the very wealthy, you know, who will go overseas. But if COVID has not taught anyone anything, COVID should have taught all of us that you have to develop the infrastructure and the capacity, you know, for healthcare in your local community. Otherwise, you're going to be at risk. Right. Uh, that is so true, Dr. Madhu. And, you know, now we understand why you were named among the 30 most influential people in healthcare in the world, in public health by the Masters in Public Health in 2013. And with all these innovations, it is no wonder you are also named among the 100 most influential people in the world by Grupo Media at Medica, the world's largest medical expo in Dusseldorf, Germany in 2017. That's quite interesting. Now, well, apart from, apart from, we appreciate that. <laughs> apart from <laughs> the wonderful work of the Heart Institute of the Caribbean in terms of technology and helping its patients, you also help young Jamaican doctors in training opportunities in cardiology. What are some of the ongoing collaborations with centers of excellence worldwide? Uh, yeah, thank you, Kisha. I think this is also one of the you know uh, part of areas of our work that we're very pleased with. We recognize that you know so every society must have a constant source of replenishment, you know, in order to become sustainable. You know, we also understand that we have to train the young ones. We have trained 
um, a lot of young Jamaicans in the skills locally uh, that we now have a cadre of people who have been exposed to high quality cardiovascular care that they can take it over to other uh, communities of Jamaica. Um, HSE has a lot of relationships with uh, international centers of excellence. I will highlight you know, two very critical relationships. Uh, one is with Yale University, uh, which is arguably one of the best um, cardiology programs in the world. Uh, we have a long-standing collaboration with Yale University. In fact, we will be launching a study this year on cardiac amyloid, which is a, a new type, not a new, which is a well-recognized form of heart failure that uh, tends to uh, impact black populations. And we will be uh, studying that uh, disease in Jamaica because it's very underdiagnosed and could be rapidly fatal. And we're doing that with Yale University. Uh, we also have long-standing collaboration with the uh, University of Pennsylvania, both of them Ivy League institutions. And of course, I come out of Vanderbilt University and we've had collaborations uh, with Vanderbilt over the years. We've had a joint conference in Jamaica with Vanderbilt. We've also had a conference, uh, Masters of Medicine, Masters of Cardiology conference in Jamaica that Yale University, Johns Hopkins, Harvard University, University of Pennsylvania, all of them have been participants, UCLA among them. So because of these international network, uh, we have access to the best-in-class cardiologists and opinion leaders in cardiology. And so we leverage those access to send young Jamaicans for training overseas. Uh, we have uh, a program now where we allow young people to come and work at HIC as medical officers uh, for 18 months. After they work at medical officers for 18 months, they distinguish themselves I have personally, you know, written letters and made phone calls, you know, to chairman of medicine in the best programs in the United States. And we have been successful in placing these young uh, Jamaicans. Uh, I will say that our success rate in placing them so far has been 100%. We've had individuals that have tried to get residency in the U.S. for several years without success. And after they've come spend time with us at HIC, and we make the calls and we write the letters and we have been able to place all of them. And we're hoping that many of these people will do well and some of them might take up a career in cardiology and hopefully some of them will come back to Jamaica and help to continue to contribute to cardiovascular care for the people. Thank you so much for joining us on Impacting Jamaica. Thank you, Keisha. Impact in Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.